Yes, we are recording late. <laughs> Twice in a row. Happy. Well, now we're now we're gonna release it on Tuesdays. Yeah, so not the day before. Like, I that's would a little bit better. Yeah. We are sitting in the office also because we have guests here. I don't like it. So hopefully it's not echoey. It's a little strange. Yeah. It's well, Tyler, Tyler and I's podcast doesn't echo. And you guys do it. Up. Yeah, yeah. But last but we time left, we had the we little... left it with the door open. Oh. Well, hopefully it's not but too echoey. We'll see. We're in the office, AK, which is going to be saved with bedroom soon, sadly to say. Yep, we will have no office yet again. <laughs> Side note, guys, I ran a relatively decent-sized company, and I didn't have an office, so. Yeah, you did. The upstairs was the office. Where it wasn't my, I, I didn't have an office. Oh, oh, that was like me. Shane's office. That was yeah, accounts yeah. payable, and that was but customer it was, service. it was the office. Yeah, we called it the office, but it was three people shared it. I know, but it was like a space that had... Like, I was saying desk. I didn't have an office. I thought you were saying like, literally. We're literally not even going to have an office. Our desk is going to be in our bedroom. Never mind. I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying we don't even have a space to call an <laughs> to call a physical space that's an office. That's true. It's all right. It'll be temporary because then we're going to be moving into our own location. <clears throat> all right, guys. Today... Today's podcast episode is going to be about forward thinking. This was triggered by me. This is something I feel like I constantly am thinking about as far as business. Do you want to explain like forward thinking as far as like business, what that means? No, wait. Till, okay. I think giving the backstory, the example is important. Okay. This happens to, the, I feel like I think about this often, but recently what triggered me is I was going to look at... It was like the gluten-free bagel company, wasn't it? Yep. That was what made me, yeah. It was a gluten-free bagel So, company. it was a gluten-free bagel company, which I'm like, word. Gluten-free vegan bagel company. Um, they sell online. Like, their ingredients looked really good. So, I was saying to Shane, I was like, oh, you have to order three packs for $15. And I'm like, that's not too bad, because right now we get vegan gluten-free bagels at the store, and they're about like... six ninety nine. Yeah. No, five ninety nine. So, they're $6 for four bagels. Um, so, I was like, oh, that's not bad. But then, I was like, oh... Oh, I sent it to my sister, and she was like, that's crazy. That's so expensive. $15. You have, so it was like $15 per four, ba- per four bagels. Per bag. So, like, I read it wrong. You had to order three bags, and each bag was $15. Not $15 for the three-pack of four bagels. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, no one's going to pay. F- Do you even get business? Like, are people actually buying your product? Are people actually spending $15 for four vegan gluten-free bagels? I mean, some people are for sure. Maybe, but like how many customers are you losing by doing that? First of all, you're not even allowing me to only buy... How do I even know these are good? I don't know they're good. I have to buy three to get like the... For you to ship them to my house, I have to buy three, four packs. And then I'm just like, $15 is the most ridiculous thing. And on top of that, I don't even know if you had to pay shipping or whatever. But they lost me right when right when I saw them. Like, nobody's spending $15. This is the problem with businesses. Is they are so stuck in the mind of like, well, it takes me, whatever. It takes me uh, $6 to make these. And so I need to sell them for X amount. Not understanding that literally businesses make like, 
zero that what is like it's between four five. and ten five and ten percent and ten no, is like a no no ten's really high so a like good a properly yeah look, a proper performing business is around five you can fluctuate that one or two percent of profit that of profit making. your your profit is around five percent if you are an exceptionally really good company you are profiting ten percent and anything above ten percent is phenomenal which, and usually it only peaks at like 12. You don't really get past 12. So if you're making bagels for $6, and that's really high, but let's just pretend you're making them for $6, what should they actually be selling them for? Well, so it de- this, is, this is where people get caught up. I'm like, in the beginning, they think they need to sell, because, because of what you just said, they're not gaining a lot of customers. They're relying on whatever, 100, only 100 people are willing to pay $15 for four bagels. <laughs> so they're like, crap, we only do 100 sales. I need to make a 100% return on my investment to pay for our overhead. Yes. You know, so they're like, oh, so every everything that costs me $6, I need to sell it for 12 which is just not true. Yes, 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 yes. Like, what you really should be aiming for is bar velocity. So that answer is really, that's a really hard question to answer, but so... Food, it's really easy. You do 30, 30% of it should be the cost of food. And that's how you base your price. Okay. Typically. Yeah. Like if you're if you're a traditional a food, food if you're yeah, a traditional yeah. food company. Now it's different when you start getting into like brand ambassadors and CPGs a little bit different because then you gotta pay stores different percentages oh, and all yes. that stuff. But let's just For say they themselves like are just selling food and I'm not worried about any other percentages. Your food cost should always be 30%, and then you based your meal cost off that. So when you go to a restaurant, this is how they create restaurant costs. You know, if if it, I take a pound of chicken, $5. And I think oftentimes, like, where people go wrong also is they're like, well, I, pay, like, for a clo- or let's do, uh, I was going to say a clothing company, for example, but even, like, so a clothing company, they're like, well, people pay $60 for a Nike shirt. If I put mine for $40, $43 online, someone's definitely going to buy it because they're willing to spend 60 on Nike. And I'm like, that's a lot for a t-shirt. Like, but also, if you haven't built a brand around right. yourself, if you don't have, if you're not marketed as a luxury product to high-end customers... You're not ever going to move through hundreds, thousands, however many shirts feel, you want to move I through a day. I hate clothing brands. Like, I'm just saying like... No, because of that. Yeah. Because I'm like, they're, like, everyone wants to sell shirts for 30 bucks. And I'm like, okay, guys. I... We make shirts. Yeah. I know the... We make shirts and we make low-run quantity shirts. So Which we pay yeah. a lot of money for them. Yeah. However, if you do that same thing, you're like, okay, I need to get... A 5% profit. Like you you go, okay, the shirt is $15 to make. It, it, to ship one shirt everywhere ground is basically $5. That's $20. And then you think of the packaging materials. Okay, Another that's two more dollars. Yeah. Right. So that's $22. What's a 5% return on 20 bucks? I can't think right now. $1. <laughs> it's $1. Okay. Right. So... If you sell it for $25, you're making a 15% return. Now, that's not factoring in your overhead and all that stuff. And the time it took you... Oh, if you're getting them printed, yeah, yeah. Right, that's what I'm just saying. That doesn't doesn't factor in overhead, but that should be a base. And then you have to figure out, okay, I make $3. I personally... I profit 
$3 off to every t-shirt. Now you should be thinking, how many t-shirts do I need to sell to cover my overhead to cover payroll? Not how much can I sell every t-shirt for, how many can I sell for the proper price? And that's where people go wrong. Is it's like they're not willing to cut into their own profit or what they think their profit should be to focus on velocity, to focus on selling more rather than making more. Because if you're... Making more money. Making, or, yeah, making more money. Sorry. Because if you look... What was, what was this? What was that? Forward thinking. If forward you're forward thinking. thinking and you look into your future, like your long term, what you plan on doing in the long term is you actually... It's better if like for this donut or for this bagel company, like if they were only selling a hundred, selling about $15 an hour, I mean $15, if they had lowered their costs to $7.99 or $8, whatever, $8.99, whatever, a little bit more expensive than a store because I would imagine. Right, shipping small business. and all Yeah, yeah, and they're a small business, so like I'd right. be willing to pay more money. But, and then instead of selling to 100 people, they're now selling to 300 people. They're actually making much more money in the long run right. than they would have been if they just stayed at $15. Oh, I keep saying $15 an hour for $15 per whatever. It's like people aren't willing to go. But then they have to work more. I think my personal opinion, and then we'll, we'll talk about what you're about to say in one second. My personal opinion is the people who overprice their products they start a company and create a product because they want money. They do it because they're like, oh, I want to work the least amount and make the most money. Like those are the type of people who I personally believe do that. I don't know if that's true. That's just my opinion. Like people who, like if I, started a, if I started a clothing company right now, I would do what I just said. Every shirt, like what, like what we yeah, do. Yeah. We do, what's our shirts? $24 online yeah, or something like that? Yeah. I do it so we literally can make $1. And, I, and then when I sell the t-shirts, I have enough money to make another run. Exactly, Like, yeah. that's, that's literally what I try to do. And because I just want to spread our awareness around. Like, that's what you really, In the beginning, you got to build the brand. The more people who have small seed bars... The same reason when we first started in farmer's markets, our bars were like $4. Yeah, they were. Because yeah. they had to be. Because our product was really, really high, whatever. And then we went to shipping... The same thing. It was, we charged, I forgot what it was, but it was, they were also really high. And then we went from $3.99, then we went to $3.50, then we went to $3.33, and now we're at $3. Because as soon as we can, we go down and down exactly. and down. But because it's it's much more important. Well, every time that we can make a break. Right. So then, like, what I was going to say is if you're selling, if people were thinking, like, ahead and they were thinking, like, long in the long term then they would realize that by selling more, you get better breaks. So if at first you can only buy, like how we're saying, we make small run shirts, right? Right. We pay a premium because we can only get 50 shirts made, whatever it is. That's what we do. But if I was selling, but then if I could be like, okay, what's the next price break? It's a hundred shirts and I could get them for 50 cents less per shirt. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what people aren't looking at is every time you're selling more, you're actually getting price breaks on the other end. So you're making more. Exactly. Right. Which then allows you, if you're a good company, to slowly break down the cost for your community, for your customers, right? right? Like we did. That's exactly. How, that's how we did it. So it's it. like every time we grow and we get price breaks, because essentially we're trying to just, we're consciously aware that we just need to stay in the like, like five to seven percent profit. Like, Us? We're, yeah, we're not really ever. <laughs> You know, why are you making that face? I made that face because we're so broke. It's not funny. Oh, I'm 
just yeah. I know what you're saying though. I'm the, saying the way like, we tar- the way that we the way that we structure our money is that same thing. Yeah, sorry. Also, I feel like I'm screaming, so I apologize, guys. I just looked over it. <laughs> My voice is really, really loud. You get excited. Um, so, yeah, if... But we try to say that. Let's, so every let's time, just say so for that, for that same t- thing, we always want 5%, right? So our bars were, were like, okay, we got to do the 5%, and that was three ninety nine, And then and then we accumulated enough of that 5%, where we're like, okay, let's buy oats on a pallet. Instead of instead of per bag, and then like oh sweet, when you buy a pallet, you say ten percent on on the product. So then we take that same that we take that ten percent, and we're like all right, let how we save ten percent on this, which reduces our costs. Now to make that we only want that five percent, so we got to lower our bar cost, you know. And then ultimately, like when we get into stores, our bars will probably be like other bars where you can get them for like 250 yeah you know and like, like that's right the now goal. they are very so competitively cheap. priced yeah, yeah they're very competitively priced for, to we're other- two years in and we we're like three dollars a bar that's huge like i remember i was so pumped i went on my social oh, I know. and i was like so hyped i was like <laughs> our number one quote-unquote competitor or rival i'll say rival okay. so we're not really competing yeah we're rivals uh, our number one rival, who hasn't been, been in business like 13 or 14 years now, sells their bars online for with, with, with free shipping yeah. for $3 a bar. That's mind-blowing to think, that's, for me personally. That's the other... Sorry, real quick. Side note, I just want to say about that also kills me about businesses. is like, when they don't have... Like, if you... We live in a world now where free shipping needs to be a thing. Oh, I yeah. am sorry. You need to build that shit into your, into your, like, into your product cost. Because unless you have when, a phenomenal brand that is that was already established before so Amazon off. Prime, I'm so me off. too, me too. But those people, I do know. Like I think of like First Form, and I think of Flag or Fail. Personally, they're like they do like a five ninety nine flat rate shipping okay, yeah, price, yeah, yeah. whatever. I don't know. I'm sure you can't get a product for cheaper than five ninety nine though. <laughs> but like you have to pay five ninety nine no matter no what you what. buy. Right, but it doesn't matter if you buy one shirt or fifteen shirts. Correct, it's just it's just a flat. Whatever, yeah, okay. But I'm like those brands can those companies can do that because their brand has so much. I don't know the word I want to look for here. Like they have the community that's willing to pay for it. Yeah, they're basic. They're basically like the The online Nike. Like yeah. People love them. They have fanatic. They have cult well, following. That's what I was gonna say. Like fifth or five ninety nine is not that big of a cost. I, but even still, you know how many times I want to order a flag or fail shirt? Just one shirt. Oh yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna pay five ninety nine. Shit, this shit. Like exactly. I'm not doing well, it. Like the shirts, like especially if it's like doing a sale or something, and it's like the shirt's twenty bucks. And yeah. you pay even if it, even like most of their shirts are like thirty two dollars, and then I'm not paying thirty seven dollars. <laughs> For a shirt. I'm just not doing it. Like, I'm like, it was a stretch to get me to go 30. I am not going to almost 40. That's just not happening. That's what I mean. I'm so like. And I'm sure they're busy. I'm sure in their mind they're like, oh, if we do this, they'll want to order more at once and not provoke them. They're like, oh, I'm going to do five nine no matter what. I'm going to do all this shipping. Because even when I. I'm going to get three proteins, two pre workouts, whatever. Right. When I source some of our goods because we go through like. Companies like that, like usually when you buy wholesale, you don't get free shipping. I know, yeah. So I'm like, okay, if I if I do one item, it costs me twenty dollars ship. But if I do three items, it's now only twenty four dollars. You know, because they're putting it in one box, exactly. they calculate mm-hmm. all the handling, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna get four boxes. But as a consumer that's not going wholesale, I would hate that. I would the, those people lose a lot of my business. That's what I was gonna say because there's a lot of times I go to small businesses and I'm like, oh sweet, especially like we are a small business, so I always right. when I find like yeah. cool new ones, I'm like, oh, I want to support you. 
But then, like, I cannot, even if it was literally $5.99, like, I do not know why, but, like, I'm just like, build it. I would rather be, <laughs> I'd rather you show me on your website that your product, whatever it is, was $2 more expensive right. or $3 more expensive. But you've convinced me I'm somehow getting it a better deal because I get free shipping. But people don't. But what? What? And this is on this aspect. Wait, sorry. I want to say one other thing. Okay. If a company doesn't offer free shipping, what I feel like they should do, which is like what another brand I'm thinking about in my head does really well, is they go, you need to spend $35 or more to get free shipping. Yeah, remember we $35 said- is a very reasonable. I'm not talking about an unreasonable price. $75, $85, no, whatever. That is extremely unreasonable. that's about, that's about, you want to, like, that's about as high as I'll go. But $35 is extremely reasonable. Yeah, there's a lot of anything over $75 ships for free. There's a lot of that. that's what I'm saying. But remember us, when we first did free shipping, when I was like, we need to, like, build this in, and we did anything over $50 ships for free. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as we could. And you got to remember, when we started making these moves, that was, like, year one. Yeah. That was, I think we were at our old place. Like when we when we built in, for yeah. Shipping. No, you, you did that relatively early. Yeah, because I was like, we have to, we absolutely have to. Like we established here in the summer of 2018. By fall 2018, yeah. we had the free shipping built in. If you bought two cases, all you needed was two cases. Yeah. You know, and that's that's also incredibly reasonable. And then we did a, like a basically A/B testing where we were like, let's just see if we do. No matter what you buy, you get free shipping. If right. more people yeah, buy for some, the month, we, we ran it for some, one yeah. month. Feb- and for we, January, remember? Is that what it was for? Ja- for what that vegan thing? Vegan, for yeah. January, and and I then I was just vagina. I know it does. It's weird. <laughs> it's kind of like they do it on purpose, wankers. Vagina January. But um, I remember we did it uh in 2019. We did free shipping all of. That's what the thinking. January, yeah. and we kept it forever. And because it, it did so well, because we right. noticed how many more people bought, or like how many more people made, also made repetitive purchases, like not just like a one time, like kept buying like you every know, week this, or every two weeks or whatever. Right. And we were like, okay, this is worth it for us to lose a little bit on our end for us to continue gaining. Yeah, like, but our then but then we became smarter, whatever. right? So then we started doing, um, we started offering the monthly pack shortly after that. Yeah. And we gave a price break for ordering a monthly pack, and that makes up for the, sh- the shipping costs that we we're losing. Because we're like, oh, cool. If you, we'll give you a break to order three cases. Because it gives us a break. Because it gives us a break to ship three cases. Exactly. And then, and then it all starts evening out on the, like, later on in the end. Yeah. Like, like I did my last company, I did all that. I started, like, when we built in, because we are already established. Yeah. When we built in the free shipping, and this was, like, right when Prime started to do it. When this we built like 2016, 20, yeah, we I 15, did 2016, 2015. Okay, yeah, I went and when I in twenty in late twenty fourteen, I was like, we need to do free shipping, and then it took me a while to finally convince the owners. And once I did, we literally doubled business, almost overnight. Because doubled. to a consume. That's what I'm saying. This, like, this, it had to be twenty. It had to be or like uh, Q one or Q two twenty fifteen because we went from two point five to five in like. It was legitimately like a switch of a light. Because also the other thing about his company is their shipping was fucking expensive. Yeah, it was, it was so like expensive. it was between like thirty and sixty dollars. The low end was thirty. Still, yeah, the low end was thirty, and it had a lot of handling. Like we had to use a bunch of gel packs, we had to use insulated liners, we had to use dry ice. Yeah, but it was low end was thirty. The lowest you get something to ship was thirty bucks. The high end was like seventy five, eighty dollars. And people paid it. Though. I know that's the cra- well. That was so crazy when you when either you or like the, your owner told me that I was like I would never. I wouldn't either. 
spend sixty dollars on. But when you shipping. have like such a niche product like that, and also his thing was like they marketed to higher the, end people. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. To the higher end, the people who did have money. Which, if you're gonna be a product like that, that's how you need to do. Like really high. I mean, if you're gonna have some type of pricing like that, you need to be able to market to those kind of people who right. don't think sixty dollars is expensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's also it's also relative to what you're selling. We had a two hundred dollar product. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So I'm exactly. like, yeah. all right. So yeah, you were twenty five percent. Right. Yeah. So, but anyway. <laughs> but yeah. So. Sorry, I just wanted to go on that. So I don't know why. I no, it's okay. Side tangent it's, of it's, being like, it's, it's important, very important to... Free shipping is what I try to tell, like, because, like, a lot of people, because we're so new and because we're very open and, like, this, obviously, we have this podcast because we want to help teach other people or mentor other people or just share our experience. And I do it a lot on social media because it's something that I personally love. I just love business. A lot of people come to me and you, ask about business ideas, like what to do, blah, 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 and all these things. And free shipping is always like my number one. I tell people when you, before you even create a product, factor that shit in. Yeah. Like, and you have to do it the same way that like we were just talking about long-term overhead. Like building it. You up. have to think of, you have to think, yes, like building up, but you have to think of like the handling costs, like boxes and then price oh, yes, breaks yes. and kind of along the lines of like, you know, all right, where is my target market? Are they mostly local or are they in California? You know, and then, cause then you're like, okay. And what you have to do is pick the, yeah, you have to pick the median of the numbers. Exactly. So I'm like, all right, if you're local, if you buy one case and you live in Virginia, which is a state above us, it costs me $10 to ship it to you. Right. And then, but if you live in Seattle, it costs me $14 to ship it to you. Now I have to look and be like, how many people order from here? How many people from order from, from over there? Combine those numbers, you know, divide it by all of them. Be like, okay, my actual average shipping cost is eleven fifty because we actually have a bigger local presence. Mm-hmm. So eleven fifty is what I factor in. And then some weeks we you'll lose. lose. <laughs> yeah, right. Some weeks you'll you'll have a lot of West Coasters order and you'll lose on shipping. And then some and then some weeks you'll have a ton of local people order and you'll gain. And then it evens out exactly. over time. Exactly. You know, and no one wants to see that. They all ever not no one. A lot of new companies with poor business owners. Or just, or just ignorant, uneducated. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. uneducated business yeah. owners, they they can't fathom taking a hit now. <clears throat> like they they won't. Like there's all, almost all the successful companies. Like like we did in the beginning, right? When we did the farmers markets, you bought everything. We did not even like making a return. What didn't even matter. Yeah, we we went in like a thirty grand deficit. Our first. Six months. Like, we went backwards. Yeah. And that's what you have to do. You have to go backwards to go forwards because you have to do all the testing. It's all trial. You don't even know if people are going to like it. Exactly. You have to make a ton of mistakes. You Like, just like the light bulb theory, you know, what everyone always references. Like, you have to figure out 999 reasons of what doesn't work to <laughs> figure out the reason. one that does. Exactly. You know, and it's business is no different. You know, just like, but same with order. Like, there's tons of different things you have to go through. And then you have to take the hit on ordering stuff. Like if I was a clothing company, the amount of clothing companies that get things printed blows my mind. Uh, if I personally was, I'd be like, okay, let me get a $5,000 loan, buy a $1,000 print. Yeah. Those press. Are, yeah, yeah. yeah. Buy a printer, learn how, like plan on having $500 where I just fuck up everything, <laughs> you know, and then, and print it myself Yeah. because I personally, not for us, because yeah. we get our stuff printed because we're not a clothing company, and I'm not investing the time into doing that. 
That's um, not, yeah, that's not our business model. It's not our business model, exactly. But when I bought raw t-shirts, I could buy a raw t-shirt for $4. Yeah. This same shirt that we paid $15 for, I, I bought for $4 and in, in, in a 50-box quantity. Yes. Now, all right, so if I bought this, now thinking of this, if I if I produce 100 t-shirts, I have to pay $15 a shirt for these 100 of them. Yeah. You know, all right, if I bought these and $4, cool. And now I pay I pay ten cents per ink per shirt. Yeah. Because usually you scrape the same one over and over again. Uh, One screen costs five dollars, and then you can make a hundred shirts on this one screen. Yeah. So now you're literally like, oh, if I invest my own sweat equity, one T-shirt actually only costs me six dollars to produce, and I can still sell it for the twenty-four dollar margin. Because now you start factoring in overhead. Uh, depreciating like, costs yeah. for your machine and then your actual time exactly which a lot of people don't do like i bet you these these uh bagel people or whoever yeah. they might have a co-packer i know you know i wonder if they have a co-packer and they store it and they, so like they're people who don't want to work they just want to profit yeah because there's no way if they personally were, were working were full time if they were full if they're whoever was full time making these things they would need to turn them faster just at a restaurant need to turn tables need to turn the product faster to create a revolving revenue to pay themselves to live. But that's what sometimes I think people are so tripped out about is like you're saying is they're like okay I have two thousand dollars in the bank right. they're not willing to then then go into debt on their credit card. Right. Or to, anything, a loan, a or credit whatever. card, a loan, or whatever. Or maybe they don't know, maybe they think they don't know, anybody will give them a loan, or whatever it is. Typically, right. if you just want to be whatever, like if you want to do it yourself, but typically what happens is people take out credit cards and they go into fucking debt. And then, but knowing that, okay, I had to buy 2000 or I had to buy $2,000 worth of product, like whatever, food right. costs this, this, yeah. that, that. Now I'm $4,000 deep. But if I'm selling these, like you're saying, I'm it's an rotating to make them. The money exactly, back. yeah. Right. Like I'm, I'm. If I'm selling them at a much faster rate, and then on top of that, because I'm in debt, I'm now going to be a little bit more stressed out on my tail end. Right. I'm going to be like, I need to pay this off. Hustle. Yeah. Where I'm going to be maybe before, if I had only spent my two thousand in my bank, I would have been like, okay, I'm a little comfortable. Like I'm uncomfortable. I have no savings now, but like I'm not. I don't owe anyone anything. Mm-hmm. But if you either have an investor or you're in debt or something like that. You're now like, I need to do every possible thing I can. I need to go out. I need to talk to people. I need to be fucking pitching myself. <laughs> I need to be like, where else can I get my bagels or whatever? Like, right. you need to be like hustling, and you're going to be hustling much harder. You're going to leave like a fire lit under you because you now have the pressure of like an exterior like pressure on yeah. you. You know? No, yeah. I think I think the other side of that too, though, is on. Unf- I think. <sighs> And nowadays, because like entrepreneurship and being a business owner is so trendy, uh, too many people are just like, oh, it's so easy. I'm just going to do it. And then like have no money to invest, have <laughs> maybe even have no credit cards to invest and they like, quit their job and then, oh, gosh, they, yeah. then they tank. I'm like, no, no. Because that's a question I get a lot too. Did you guys, did you guys just jump all in and like go full blown small seed? I'm like, yes and no. <laughs> We both had a ton of experience, which is number we also one. We both kept our jobs. No, I know, but I'm saying, but like a lot of people, have you ever owned a clothing company? Like, I'm, let's just oh, say clothing oh, company. Okay, like, have you saying. worked for a clothing company? I see do you know saying. anything about marketing? Do you know? Do you know anything about actual logistics? Yeah. 
No, most of them are opposite. Like most of them don't do those things. Or the food, people think like I was, I was even thinking like really pro- easy. or like protein and stuff like that because they're like sweet supplements. Like, yeah, yeah right. supplements. Like, That's do you like know anything about the creation of supplements? Do you know the shelf stability? Do you know like I can get the market? Like, yeah, you see, you see that you could buy a pre workout for ten dollars yeah. and sell it for thirty five. Yeah. Sure, but do you actually know how to market it? Do you know how to create the videos? Do you have enough presence to sell it? Can you even hit the minimum quantity orders? Yeah. Like, there are so many aspects where people just want to... People just want to dive in. I see fitness people who are, like, whatever, like, Instagram famous on... Or or they'll have, like, 30,000 followers on Instagram, and they just drop their own pre-workout. I'm like, hey. Like, no one gives a fuck about you. Like, and it's like literally because like pre-workout, like it's like a shirt, right? right. It's like a low, they're, they just want to make the money. Listen guys. But they're not going to put, but they don't actually know how to like market it. They don't know how to like do anything right. They think just it. because they have some clout on social media exactly. that people yes. will want to support. But those are the same people who start clothing companies. That's what I'm saying. It's, like it's a the very, same it's a mindset. Similar, yeah. Yeah. Like I personally want to drop a pre-workout because I love pre-workout. I use it and I want a healthy one yeah like i want one with the least minimum shit possible i want one that does not get me sick or has long-term bad effects and even i won't drop one yet because i'm not ready yeah like we know everything about business we know how to create a product we know how to ship it we know the logistics we know how to market food and supplements are very similar however because i don't need i haven't built that type of following i still won't drop it yet. exactly man but anyway I don't know if we stayed perfectly on topic. We did a little bit. But this is, you know, this is more about about taking taking a short-term hit for a long-term gain. Exactly, like yes. when and this is what we tell I tell everyone who comes to me. They're like, "I want to start a business. Do you?" I mean, I think we did a podcast about this. Do you want to start a business or do you want to make money? Because they're two different things. When you genuinely mm-hmm. start your own business, I'm not talking about buying into a franchise. I mean like no, no, no. creating, your creating own something brand. from scratch. Yeah. Like creating your own brand. You actually have to lose for roughly two to three years before you start winning. And that's a very short. <laughs> I know. People, I'm being really nice. <laughs> like most people it's are five. in. Yeah. But this, is, but this is But this is why I'm talking about. Before it's sustainable. I'm yes. not talking about gaming. I'm just talking about sustainable, Breaking right? Even. Like, like, let's just, like, okay, I have to have, like, a lot of people, people don't know this nowadays because, like, no one goes to get business loans from banks. They just okay. try to find people to invest in them and all this shit. If you went to an actual bank and you, were, and you wanted a business loan, a part of that loan, you need to have two years of payroll for all of your employees, and that actually has to be factored in. So that, like, if you and if you consciously think that, think that backwards, that means they're telling you that you're not going to profit money to pay people for two years. Mm-hmm. And people don't really think about that. So like, I don't need to pay myself. No, I meant people don't think that there isn't a payroll for two years. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, yeah. Like, they're like, oh, sweet, I'm just going to start a company, not realizing most companies can't pay themselves for exactly. two years. Exactly, you know? exactly. Most, and most companies that start either are people who have worked a ton and they're like, all right, I've saved enough money, or they brought on a silent investor, or they work what a lot of companies that you, that you see now with the real ones that eventually build enough traction is they work a normal job to support their life and then they spend every other waking hour building their brand. Exactly. And that, that and eventually at some point they can make they a can job like sweet, where they're I can like, switch. Yeah. 
You know, like my business is finally profiting enough money where I can take a $20,000 salary and live very yes, minimally, yes, yes. you know. That's another aspect. But most people, for some reason, just want to start a company so they can be rich. But they're not considering... My whole thing about that, this whole, like, looping it back to the beginning, is that there needs to be, like, there's such, like, a misconnect or, like, a, a misunderstanding of, like, how you should be, like, selling your brand and selling your product. And if you're, like you're saying, if you're just going in it to make money, that's the worst way to have a new product. Like, one that's not established with a brand with, like, some identity into it. Like, you're a company who has no, like, like I was saying, like, this bagel company. I'm like, I don't even know if you're good. Right. Like, are you even good? Versus, like, maybe if you were a Subway, people know what to expect from a Subway. A you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Like, that already had a brand around it. Like, I know what a Subway sandwich is. Do I know what this bagel is? No, I don't. Like, so for me to invest money in it, it just, I wouldn't do it because I don't know. So that's why you need to... Be conscious of, okay, I need to take that hit at the beginning to build my brand for people to try my product, for people to fall in love with my product because my product is so good, to love my brand. Like, to love my brand so that they're like, oh, what what is this product that this brand sells? And then they go look at your product. Okay, this product looks cool. And it takes a couple times for them to even go look at your product for them to eventually buy it. And then they buy it. But it has to be, has to be like, fair. Yeah. It can't be like... It has to be reasonable. Yeah. It has to be... And it has to be it has to be relatable to the market. Like, our biggest rival sold their bars for $3.19 when we first started, when we were selling ours for $4. Mm-hmm. And so that was the... like, And they were literally the only product that was like our product. That was close. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I still think no one had our product back then. I but still think no one had I still... I, me kidding, too, but... Kidding. But... Back then, that was the only other thing that yes. was even existed that was similar, and that we were only an eighty cent difference, mm-hmm. you know. And then they they brought like we started seeing their bars everywhere for two dollars and fifty cents, and I was like, shit, we need we to lower our price, yeah, exactly, because you have to be relatable to the market. Why, even if our product is better, because we haven't been around long enough to build a huge we brand, br- exactly. we don't have the brand awareness, we the don't have that following. We yeah. have great people who support us. But that's not enough to keep us going and growing. Exactly. You know, so we were like, shit, we have to get really close to them. And we did. We're, yeah, and we doing. are. And Online, and I bet you were destroying you sh- them. And when you, if you have a product that you can compare to other companies, like, that's the best way to do it, to try to almost work backwards where you're like, okay, right. people are willing to spend six, I'm sorry I keep going back to the bagels, but they're just, this is what triggers This is what started the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, people are willing to spend six ninety nine for four gluten-free vegan bagels right okay now let me work that backwards how can i get my ingredients like and there's a fluctuation people know when you're supporting a smaller startup company yeah. they know there's a couple dollar difference and typically if or you're like, the type or of person like also stuck, you have like a niche i'm like do you have better quality ingredients do you have like, cool flavors like you're not just like, like plain and, yeah. and sesame or something you know like are things like, like more handmade which people really love yeah. like, there has to be a niche are yours baked and not bo- are right yeah, they, yeah what do they do they, like, they boil them or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they they like, they blanch them and then bake them so like are your bagels baked like you know there's like yeah right. if there's something more about your bagels or whatever right. you like, have this like cool revolutionized <laughs> process that makes yours like super phenomenal you know yeah like so but you have to go look at your market and be like what are people already willing to spend on a product similar to mine even if like you're saying 
like, for example, like our bars, like we did have one company who we were very close to that we could look at and say, okay, people are willing to spend this. But like, even if your product was like, like, right, like maybe the first people who created oat milk or something, they went and looked and said, what are people paying for soy milk for an alternative milk? Right. And then they look, okay, people are willing to pay $2.99 for soy milk. I'm going to price my almond milk in the same cat, in the Very same similar. ballpark. Yeah, in right. the same ballpark because yeah. I know people who spend, who are willing to get alternative milks are already willing to spend this much money. So like, because you need to meet people where they are. You need to meet your market where they are. People aren't going to spend just because you think your product's great if they've never tried it, especially if they've never tried it. Like The market gets to decide that, guys. Like, I know all of you, not all of you, I know the majority of people who start businesses think they're the fucking shit and their stuff is great. However, the market is the market and they decide your value. If people aren't buying your shit, that means it's not good. Yeah. Like, that's just a fact. And, like, people need to accept that. Or if people that. aren't coming back. <laughs> right. If people are like, wow, my sales are really low. I'm like, maybe your product sucks. Maybe your pitch sucks. You know, you're not doing a good enough job marketing. It's not that the market sucks. The market's the market. They're the people who determine it. It's like, it's the grading. We we are all the customers at some point, right? We're all a customer. Right. We know what, like, even when I do stuff for Small Seed, I think about, okay, how do I like to be marketed to as a customer? How do I like to see my products as a customer? Like, I'm constantly thinking about me as a customer with other products that I buy, enjoy, engage with, whatever. Yes. And that's the best way to do it. Yeah. But. So, yes. Thinking. Like, so you have to go look so that you can be thinking forward. Even if, like you're saying at the beginning, like you're not making all of that money. And you have to go into a deficit at first. You need to meet the market where they are. Yeah. Yeah. And I I was just trying to think of, like, what else. Kind of, like, wrapping us all. And basically being, like, understanding that that's not. That, that is what you need to do in the beginning, and, and eventually it'll go the other way. Like, eventually you'll start seeing exactly. it. Right. You'll learn, you'll learn different things. You'll get higher price breaks. You'll invest in machinery and not have to worry so much about uh, physical payroll. Like, then it's an overhead cost. There's just, there's so many other aspects. But if you ever want to make it past, oh, I just have this side hustle, you need to do that. You need to be willing to lose money to gain money or not make money to gain money. You may not even have to lose money because if you break even, right? Like Right, you aim you aim to break even knowing, all right, if I break even and I build it in one year, my I'll start getting price breaks and my break even now has a 10% profit margin mm-hmm. because all my food costs went 10% or I was able to negotiate a contract with UPS and my shipping rates just went down 40%. That is where you make that's where you start making your returns long term never in the short term otherwise you're going to be a no one your company is just never going to grow right. the way you want it to grow or you hope or it just won't grow. grow at all or yeah but yeah. i'm saying like typically you want your company to continue to grow but your company's not going to grow if you're not willing to look forward it's true anything else you want to add to it? don't be greedy <laughs> yeah that's like that's that's the moral <laughs> of the story like, don't be greedy 